Welcome back to DTID, the official FC Dallas podcast. I'm your host, Garrett Melser, and for the first episode of 2022, I sat down with new FC Dallas head coach, Nico Estevez. We covered Nico's early coaching career with Valencia in Spain, his decision to move to the United States to work with the Columbus crew, his relationship with Greg Bearhalter, his coaching mentor, and of course, his time with the U.S. men's national team. I hope you enjoy this episode, and as always, if you have any suggestions for future guests, please reach out to me on Twitter at Garrett Melser. Nico Estevez, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, so first off, you've been in Dallas for about a month now. Preseason just began. What's this transition been like for you and your family? It's been good. Uh, so far, it's been good. We have uh, settled in a new house. Uh, kids uh, doing well in the school and uh, the outside uh, activities. And um, I think uh, so far, it's been, uh, it's been good. And uh, we're settled uh, very good in, the, in Frisco. Perfect. In your introductory press conference, you said you like paella um, a lot. Have you found any good paella in Dallas yet, or are you still looking around? I haven't tried. I'm going to try to, to make uh, my first paella as soon as I can. The only thing is being uh, a little bit cold these days, mm-hmm. and uh, it's something that you have to make uh, outdoors, uh, and, and I would like to wait a little bit the weather change and uh, start making my, my own paella. Perfect. Yeah, another month or two, and it'll be hot, so yeah. <laughs> won't wait too long. So let's take a little step back, um, learn about you more as a person. You're from Valencia, Spain. What was your childhood like, and how did soccer come to the frame? Well, uh, uh, in uh, Europe, uh, we live in the city. Um, most of the, the people uh, we live in uh, in a place where we had uh, very close uh, the school that I, I went uh, as a as a kid, um, elementary and middle and high school in the same all in the same place, and they had uh, always uh, known because um, they have good soccer program. Uh, and um, when I started growing, and I was uh, eight, nine years old, uh, is the, the time that you can join to the teams there. Uh, at that moment, now it's earlier, but at that moment, is uh, I went to to do a trial, and um, and then uh, it seems like I did did okay uh, because uh, I started playing for San Jose, that it was my my school and uh, the soccer team, and basically play throughout the, that club uh, all ages. Um, you know, after when I finished uh, uh, a little bit playing there, uh, also my last year as a under-19 player, I start uh, coaching a, a team uh, under-12 uh, in the same in the same club. So that's pretty young to start coaching. Was was coaching a career path you'd always envisioned for yourself, um, or maybe a playing career? How did that work out? Um, <clears throat> I think uh, I had lucky and I had good coaches when I was a player and I think uh, to have a good clo- coaches uh, inspiring me to to become a coach uh, to, and the understanding of the game um, I think maybe because I, w- I was a very physical player and I had to be very uh, good tactically uh, this helped me to develop other skills uh, that uh, probably helped me to decide to, to coach Mm-hmm. After San Jose, you um, went to Valencia CF. Is that is that correct? Yes. Um, and so that's you're, you grew up a fan of Valencia since you're from the city, and then you were able to actually work for you know their program, and then eventually for their first team. You know how special was that becoming going from a fan to an employee of the club that you grew up with? No, it was <clears throat> it was uh, amazing because um, as you said, I, I not only was a supporter of Valencia uh, Football Club, I also was in a, a fan uh, base type of uh, uh, group 
uh, going to the games and uh, and being a, in one of the the sides of the and then in the south the south side of the of the field and uh, you know it, it was great when I was growing as a as a coach um, developing skills and I had the opportunity to apply for a position in uh, Valencia and uh, I got the the opportunity to work for Valencia it was something that uh, it was it was a dream mm-hmm. I know you took over as interim head coach for a while of the first team what was it going what was it like going out in the Mestalla to and you know being the coach of the team that you that you grew up watching you know it was amazing uh, being a, as I said being a fan staying being in, in the stands uh, also as a as a coach uh, going to the to the games with the with the team um, and uh, watching from the stands uh, you know, you you dream with one day to be to be there, or as a player, or as a as a coach. As a player, he couldn't make it, and as a coach, to walk through uh, the tunnel and go to the field and look at um, the stands and, and and being there, it was a, an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. And after your time in Valencia, um, you moved to the United States um, and joined the Columbus Crew in MLS. You know, that's a big move, you know, a, a different continent with your family. You know, what was it like making that decision? What what eventually led you to, to make that move? Well, um, I had a good experience in Spain. Um, we were looking for a, like a, a professional but also personal uh, type of experience with uh, my wife and my kids. And uh, we always uh, thought about learning another language, uh, learning another culture, uh, have this kind of experience that could make us uh, grow as a, as a family and uh, grow professionally. And um, before, during my, my time in Valencia, I met uh, with Greg Berhalter and, um, and we had a good connection about his vision of soccer and my vision. He was uh, spending a week uh, watching uh, my trainings there and we had an interchange of uh, methods. uh, And it was really, really cool uh, uh, him visiting uh, me there and and create this relationship. Um, And I remember one one day he called me uh, to ask me about some different players that play in in La Liga and he, he needed some information about. And uh, I did some reports uh, to him. We keep in touch. And uh, in, I had a, a couple options to go abroad uh, with my family and talking with Greg. I asked also if, if he knew it could be a, any opportunity to go abroad because something that we were looking for. And he mentioned that he was coaching in, in, uh, in, in Columbus Crew um, and um, they needed someone to help uh, with the academy, to set up the academy, and then uh, um, I went there, uh, visit the city, uh, visit uh, the place, see the people that I'm gonna work, and, and, and I thought it was a good good step to me and my family to come uh, to to work with Greg and to live uh, in Columbus. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested in your relationship with Greg Bearhalter because so he was instrumental to you know for you to move to the United States to begin with. Um, then after your time with the crew, um, Greg and yourself went to the U.S. Men's National Team. You know, how important has your relationship with him on the coaching level been to you know your your rise so far in the United States? Really important. If I, I if I learned something when I came. <clears throat> To the states, uh, it's it's a sentence that uh, you use a lot about uh, you know how to how important it is to choose your first boss or a mentor, not to have a mentor. Mm-hmm. I, I can say that uh, 
for me, Greg is my, my mentor um, because before I had to, I learned from a lot of people, mm-hmm. uh, but not as close as, as with Greg and not, not as long as, as with Greg. And, and really he opened my eyes in some areas that uh, I didn't thought about. Um, and even that we share a very similar vision of, of soccer, uh, we have difference in, in how to, to do things, but um, he helped me to to grow as a not only as a coach if not as a person because he's a a great human being also uh, not only a great great coach and I think all all these kind of things I, I'm gonna be very I'm always gonna appreciate and be thankful for what he he did for for me. You know? That's great. I'm interested in your time with uh, with the national team. Of course, it's the highest level of soccer in this country. Like I grew up watching it, you know, so it's a really special team to me. But what's it like being on the coaching staff for that, especially in, in the most in the last summer where the, the team brought home the Nations League and then the Gold Cup? No, you know, I feel honored. I feel proud uh, to be part of the national team. I respect a lot uh, all the people that is uh, working and has worked in the national team, all the players that has uh, played in the national team and now are playing. I've learned a lot from all every player, every every employee. Um, and then for me, it was uh, an, an amazing experience. And I feel honored to be part of the of this group. Mm-hmm. Um, last coaching question. You mentioned Greg Berhalter as your, as your mentor. Um, who are some of your other coaching inspirations that maybe you grew up watching or have worked with? You know, um, we we always the tendency is to go to the big big coaches, right? Because it's is is the normal thing. We we had the opportunity to have in Valencia really good coaches as uh, Rafa Benitez, as Una Emery, uh, Kike Sanchez Flores, um, and, and others. Um, and and then we I think uh, one thing that I always try to do is to to learn from everyone. Uh, because finally you can get good things for everyone. Um, I think um, also uh, coaches like um, uh, like Pepe Guardiola. Um, I, I had the opportunity to to be in Spain in the best uh, era of uh, Barcelona, um, and I think all these kind of things it get you new ideas now in Premier League with Jurgen Klopp, uh, Thomas Tuchel. I think all all these coaches that. Uh, are good thinkers of tactics um, and uh, how they manage the group also um, I always, always like to to learn from there them and uh, there is other coaches uh, that I could mention that um, um, that impact uh, to me and maybe other that people don't know um, more but but um, from the academy uh, from uh, other lower divisions that always I've, I've learned because I like to, to learn from everyone mm-hmm. I'm interested of course you know your whole life and your, your work is about soccer do you ever watch the sport you know for fun like do you watch just leagues just to, just to relax or anything or is it kind of focused on, on work more so yeah it's a, you know sometimes when I'm, I'm when I'm watching uh, Valencia I try to relax a little bit and uh and uh, and watch as a fan, but then I start thinking about what I should, you know, what I would do, uh, things they, they should change, or and it happens in every game. Why? Because it's different. It's difficult for us as coaches to sometimes disconnect and uh, and then not analyze the game. Uh, we try to always uh, see what is happening, understanding why is happening this or this, and and it's difficult to just uh, enjoy a game, but. Uh, 
But I try. Usually when I'm watching my kid play is when I I don't try to analyze too much. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, so a little bit more off the field stuff, just a couple more. Uh, in your free time, we're not coaching or watching soccer. Uh, do you have any hobbies or favorite things to do? Maybe back home, Frisco, wherever? Yeah, I like cooking. Like it's something that with COVID, uh, I like to develop more. Uh, something that I always like it. Um, I like to... I feel like uh, cooking and brings family and friends together, um, and I like to do for friends. I, I like to be around people and have fun. Um, I like music, uh, all type of music, uh, and then I like to investigate about this music, this song, and share with others. Um, also, uh, I like to to watch uh, movies or, or TV shows, uh, serials um, that that are, are good and, and you know help me to disconnect sometimes mm-hmm. um, and all these kind of things play with the kids with my family also know about um, the city that we are uh, know their architecture know about the, the important uh, uh, historic moments that happen in, in the city that we are uh, different kind of uh, sports you know NBA mm-hmm. uh, I like hockey ice hockey also American football. Uh, I'm not very into. Um, don't understand a lot of things, but uh, I like. Uh, we went to also in Chicago to to watch baseball, and it was really fun experience. E- everything that you know, I see my kids also enjoying is something that I, I enjoy. And um, and restaurants. I, I like food. Uh, I like to try new restaurants, new new kind of uh, type of foods, and. Uh, and I think uh, we don't have a lot of time for a lot of things, but uh, when we have time, uh, we try to to do this. Perfect. Last one for you. You know, if you hadn't have become a coach or, or gone into the soccer slash sports industry at all, like what career path do, would you have taken? Do you think? Like, I know your father is a professor and author. Would you've gone that that route or or something else? Yeah. No. And uh, to tell me to, uh, more about me, uh, when I um, uh, was a teacher. Uh, in a, in a school and I was always sharing my my passion that it was soccer uh, because in Spain it's difficult just to be a coach you need to another another work to mm-hmm. to complement the salary and to to build a family and then I was uh, complement you know uh, sharing both uh, teaching in a school and um, and coaching uh, through uh, a lot of time until you know I went to uh, Huracan Valencia my second year uh, I just became a full time coach and um, it took me a lot but I'm um, glad, glad that things happen in this way because um, I enjoy also a lot uh, teaching uh, uh, kids uh, I think it's, it's important to to build not, not only good good students if not good people that is going to be uh, what we need in the, in the world in the society That's perfect. That's all I got for you. Thank you so much for your time, Nico. I really appreciate it. All right. Thank you. I enjoy it a lot.